we are. So let's uh, let's let's back up. Let, let, let's just hazard a couple one point from the Mishnah Daf Lamed Tesmed Alfed. Mishnah Lamed Tesmed Alfed points out that the pasuk says that you pay fifty silver coins, right, for the rape and the the, the onus and the fat, you pay fifty silver coins. However, the Mishnah notes that there are other payments that you pay as well. <clears throat> the Mephata is actually making three payments. The Oynas is making four payments. What are these other payments? So, Mephata, besides for giving the Knas, the Knas is the 50 silver coins. Remember, what's Knas? Knas is, what's the definition of Knas? Always the Gemara Baba Kama, that it's, it's not commensurate with the Ezek. That's the Yisoyed of Knas. Want to know what defines Mullen versus Knas? It, it, it can come from a damage. It doesn't mean it's not coming for a damage, but it comes, the payment is not commensurate with the damages. Therefore, it's defined as a knas. That's the 50 silver coins. That's not coming necessarily to be commensurate with the damages. On top of that, the Mishnah rules that the Mephata pays for Boishas and for Pagat. Let's make sure we know what that is. In a normal scenario, let's back up. Regular scenario, some basics of Babakama here. When a person is Choyvo Bachavero, what is Choyvo Bachavero? That a person uh, does damage on the body of his friend. So not, he didn't watch his property, he needed to damage. Not, I damage your property. Either one of those you don't pay. It's not called Chovel. Chovel is I strike my friend. And I think we've noted back in Eilun Aras in the beginning that Chovel Bachavera, what is the halacha? You're actually doing two things. It's a lav in the Torah and there's also payments. So what happened? We noted that even though normally with Malchus and money there's a whole discussion about what you get. You get the Malchus, you get the money, you don't get both. But Chovel Bachavera, everybody agrees, which one do you get? Payments. The Torah was pretty clear about that, and, and therefore we assume that maybe it's an exception to the rule, maybe it's the prototype, it's a dispute, but in the case of someone who strikes his friend, there are payments that are made, and there's no lashes. What are the payments that are made? So we learned, Mark even noted that it was a Humrah, that there are chamisha, there are five types of payments. There's nezek, the depreciation that a person would have on the slave market. <coughs> Tsar, the pain that inflicted in the experience. Repoy, the doctor, the medical bills. Sheves. The loss of wages and boshes, the humiliation. Those are the five payments. So here, now let's take a step back. Every rape or every, every let's just say, keep it simple for today. We won't get into this. Right? It's a whole other subject from here. The fact that she agreed to it. Let's just keep it simple for today. Uh, a rape certainly is also has those other points, right? There are many other ways. Forget about the fact that the Torah said pay fifty coins. Forget about that for a second. Imagine the Torah hadn't said that. The man raped a woman. L'chayra would be a chadu b'chaver. So that's what our Mishnah is saying. In other words, you have the 50 coins, but in addition to that, you also have the, the payment for Baishas, right? the humiliation that she suffers, which can be astronomically valuable, very, very valuable. You know, we'll see that it's very hard to put a price tag on Baishas. Baishas is, is relative. It depends on who did it, it depends on who the victim is. But the, you know, the, the victim's humiliation can be very expensive. Very, very expensive. It's significantly more than 50 silver coins. Interesting thing. And then in, in addition to that, there's Pagam. Pagam, I think, is the hardest for us to relate to. Pagam, what's the nezek? What, what, what's the damage here? So the damage, the, 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 the Mishnah defines later, that the nezek is the difference on the slave market that she has between being a virgin and a non-virgin. So let's just, just look at that here. Now that this is what the Mishnah is picking up on, the Mishnah Daf Mem, I'm just giving you the background. The mission now speaks out. So in addition, you pay Boshas and Pagam. And, and, and the rapist also pays Tsar. 
Right? Okay? So, Boshas Begam and Sar are extra payments that the rapist is paying. 50 silver coins is the Knaz. In addition, there's, there's Sar. The Mars assumes there's no repo. It's interesting. Today, there's usually repo, right? Right. I don't know. Akupanim. So 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 the Mishnah says there's sar, there's there 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 there's net. By the way, nezek and pigam are the same. Pigam, which is like I don't know, I mean, depreciation. I don't know if that's the right word, but 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 that's nezek. I don't, I don't know exactly why. There's a different word that's used, but nezek and pigam are one and the same. There's sar and there's boshes. So the Mishnah now is telling us how you evaluate them. So what's the criteria? So boshes, the Mishnah, Daphim, and the bottom. There's no set amount. Everything is relative. The stature of the humiliator and the one being humiliated. Rashi explained, you know, if a homeless man, I found this fascinating study because there are really actual cases in American law about this, you know. If a homeless man raped a woman, so then the Mishnah rules that the boshes is significantly lower than if a regular person raped a woman. The boshes would be lower if it's an insignificant person. And in the, for the victim, the, the princess, if a princess was raped, so then the, the boshes would be significantly higher than if it was a random person who was raped. So everything is relative. And the mission doesn't give you a price tag. You know, you're really missing a lot of information from one or two. It's not really our suya. You have to learn Babakam much better to really understand, okay, so I understand it's relative, but now put a dollar amount on it, right? But it's not a jury. It's not American law, and it's not evoking all sorts of other variables that we would use. So then ultimately, what is the price tag? Mishra just says, I call the female is All both factors are considered. <laughs> it leads us to a lot of questions. Okay, so I, they're good questions, but not for us today. Pigab, we view her as if she would theoretically be a slave woman being sold on the market. You look at calculate how much she was worth before and how much she's worth now. It's a fascinating thing that that's the way we determine depreciation and value. The Gemara notes, just, I know I'm skipping, I'm just trying to give you an overview here. The Gemara Nem on the base, in the middle of the Ahmad. The Gemara says, what does that mean exactly? How do we assess depreciation in the, in the valley? Meaning what the Gemara is saying is, if you're being sold as a slave woman, what's the difference if you're a virgin or not a virgin? Why is your value any less? There's a difference between how much the virgin would be and the non-virgin. Says the Gemara, why? She's working for you, right? She's not a mistress, what's the difference? Because when you sometimes you borrow it up, you, you buy a slave woman for the purpose of working for you, but in addition, that it should be a companion, it should be a wife for your slave. It's a fascinating thing. So there's a difference in the vow. Why? The slave prefers the virgin than the non-virgin, and therefore, if you have satisfaction from the slave, you have a loyal slave, you want to pay, you would pay a premium for a virgin slave woman to keep him loyal, keep him happy. Doesn't the price for right now? So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yes. That's not what we're talking about, though. Why isn't that included? So, that's real nice. Um, yes and no. First of all, it's probably only a grandma. Probably only a grandma. But number two, and this is a key, there's a machlokas of ksubas from the Torah. The manta omar, that ksubas from the Torah. Anyone remember what the source is? I don't remember that. I'll be very impressed. <laughs> I'm trying to challenge you. The Gemara in Ksubas Daf Yud Aleph. It's Machlokas of Ksubas from the Torah, only from the Rabbana. You want to know the opinion that says it's from the Torah? You know what it's from? Rape. What does the Torah say? Kesef Yishko Kamar Habasulos, right? So, the Gemara, you learn from here that there's a Moar Habasulos, that there's a price that it has. The irony is that the 50 silver coins times four, right? Each silver coin is a Zuz. 
is four zuz. It's exactly what it is. Behind the ksubas ksubas shima sayim the gemara says. So your thought is wrong and perfect as well. It's wrong that that's a regular nezek, but it might be correct that this is actually the source that we learn from this idea that the Kanas is 50, that, that there's an Indian of Tzubav to being 200. Now, what does that mean? Right? Like some showed him say, it's Bedinu, like this idea, that it's Bedinu that he should pay the Tzubav, it's Taka Kanas, Avad, it's a Kanas, it's not a nezek. But the Torah tells us, this, a girl, there's a price tag, there's a Meir Abbasulas, and, 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 and the Kanas is commensurate with the Meir Abbasulas. So conceptually, you derive Tzubav from here. You're saying Kanas is, the, is paying for the Nezek of Tzubah? Maybe. Rashi, just for example, doesn't learn the Gemara that way. Even according to that opinion, like Tzubah's Torah, Rashi learns that it's just the Pasuk Grada mentions that there's a price for a Basula. Not that this is for that in any way related. This is Tam the Kanas for raping a girl. The Torah Grada says, Kemoyer HaBasula, so you see there's an Indian of Moyer HaBasula, so you Grada see that a Basula in general has a price, but not that this payment is related to that. It's a fascinating concept to think about whether the Kanas is related to Ksuba or not. But that's all, and again, all of that discussion is only Lamanda Amar Ksuba Midarai. It's one opinion that Ksuba is Darabana. The Chalal is no Ksuba from the Dar. Anyways, so the Gemara is saying that the, the Pegamir is the difference that you buy her as a slave woman. So, what's the obvious question on this? But this is a good Jewish, good Jewish girl. She's not being slave, sold as a slave woman. What's the difference in depreciation of her value if she goes from being a virgin to a non virgin? That if hypothetically she's being sold as a slave woman on the market, someone who's looking to buy her would pay less if they wanted to please their slave. But that hypothetical scenario has no practical impact. So does economics look at that? It's a really interesting question. In other words, what's the difference in value? If I say the difference in your value is only something that would be on this hypothetical slave market, which would never happen to you, so then is that actually an economic difference? That's what Taisa struggles with. I think it's really interesting how like Torah works with this in economics here. You see Taisa's Dibra Masma Kamal then wrote in Litan Hasi La Abdo. Again, Memam Bays, four Taisim down. Tema de Mashuma Huzu, what sort of evaluation is that? So what's Taisa's asking? I think what he's saying is that there's gotta be a different way of measuring it because I don't know what the, what the value is. I don't know what the value is. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not in the slave market value, right? About the difference between a virgin and a non-virgin. But what Thaisa is saying is, if a princess is raped, the depreciation has got to be way higher than that, unrelated to her being sold as a slave woman. So what does that mean? I think, what does it mean? What does Thaisa bother by? It, 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 I, I think, about. I don't know what to say. Like Bape, you could say that Tysus is bothered that the slave market is not the right thing. Not everyone's being sold as a slave market. But in the words of Tysus, it also sounds like he's bringing out a different point, which is almost the opposite point. That there should be a pagam which is different, almost similar to the Boshes, but relative to each and every girl, there should be a given sense of depreciation in her value based upon who she is. In other words, less people will want to marry her now that she's been raped. And that should therefore be a depreciation in her value. Is that what Tysus means? I, I wasn't sure. I'm, I'm struggling with this Tysus. What I get the point that it's funny that we're assessing a princess as if she would be a slave woman. I, I understand the, 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 what's bothersome about doing that. I get that. It seems off. But what does Tysus prefer? Tysus just puts it rhetorically. <laughs> the, whole, the whole, historically, the whole thing of princesses are genetics. Yeah, that's true. So, coming from a slave owner, I would say a princess is a lot more valuable slave than a regular girl. 
Could be. In terms of reading. Yeah. yeah, it could be. It could be that that's what Tysus is saying. In other words, that. that but I, I, to me, it sounds like Tysus is bechal. He's saying why, lechayra, you should stop thinking about her being sold as a slave woman. In other words, we we shouldn't be calculating a girl, a nara from a very distinguished family as a, a slave woman. In other words, it doesn't sound like we're putting her into the market. It sounds like what we're saying is go to the market, go to the market and see how much a shifa goes if she's a basula or baula. That's what it sounds like the Gemara is saying. Frank Taisvis, Lachara, the amount if she was a princess from a distinguished family would be a lot more. So I think in a Hanami is that, is that that's what Taisvis answers. And that's, I think we're going back to your point. I think you're machabin a little bit to the answer. It doesn't mean go to the market and see the, the, the distinction between how much in the market a regular slave woman who's a basula goes for and how much a regular baula goes for. Yutaka have to put her as if she was going into this sale. Tyson's answer is Vishlemer, the Kol Isha Shaman Lafi Mashihi, the Inyan Zet, Kamadam Rotalikim Be Mesula Bula, Lahasi La Abdo Isha Kazos, and Akhanan. You're not looking at the market. The market doesn't have princesses being sold as, as wives for slaves. But in Akhanami, you're, you're putting her hypothetically, if there would be a rare fluke that a princess was being sold on the market, and what, how much would she be sold for if she was a Mesula, and how much would she be paid for if she was a Bula? So I think going full circle, I think basically what you're saying is correct. After all is said and done, we, even though it's probably never going to happen that a, a princess would be sold in the slave market, we imagine that hypothetical scenario where if she, this particular girl, this particular princess was being sold, what would the distinction be if she was a basula or a baula? And that's what you're paying. So you don't go to the price, you don't just go visit the shuk and say, how much is a baula going for today? How much is a basula going for today? That's not a good indication for you. Because that doesn't take into the factor the fact that she's a princess. So you have to, it's really interesting, Tysus, and the economics of this is like, really interesting. Okay, so that's when Tysus comes out. So there's a pagam, and I was wondering, like, today. It's not a problem to have, like, a status factor in both for the uh, Nazar and the. Yeah, I was thinking about that also. In other words, the, the relative, so it comes out that the princess factor ends up mattering both in pagam and in Bojas. Meaning without Tysus, you wouldn't know that, right? Without Tysus, it, it would sound like the princess factor, like, the pagam would be standard for each and every person. Just you have to know the market value of that day. What's the difference between Mesula and Bula? Check the, check the market and done. But Taisa is saying no. It, goes, it sounds like no, because there's two dinim. It, 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 the humiliation is greater and the value is different. Both are true. Fascinating. So what about today where there is no slave market? I was thinking about this a long time. I don't know. You, you know, I'm just thinking about this. Uh, yeah. Not to be like too, like do uh, does it come up in cases of like a basement or people go to a basement? I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm ignorant. I've never been, never been part of this. Okay, kids are Yeah. So that's what we have. We have pagam. We have bushes. And then sar is another Indian. Hopefully, maybe you take a look. Was a gemara last week? How you assess sar? What is the pain? It's fascinating gemara. What is the pain of rape? I mean, what the pain of rape? What a stupid question, right? The whole sugya matter. I'll give that. Okay. Let's focus on what we, we have today in our da. It's back to the Mishnah Daf Meh. So again, is, 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 is uniform for any person. Any set amount that you pay is Shava. So that, that, that means that it's Shava Chaladam. What's another example? So let's just do it because the Gemara is going to reference it. The Shloshim Shkalim of a slave. If your ox kills a slave, 
The Torah says you pay 30 silver coins to the owner of the slave, regardless of the value of the slave. That's a uniform amount. Okay? All right. So, Akhti Gemara, Maridike Kasha. What's the shy? Why do we assume that there's 50 and in addition there's the other payments? Maybe the 50 is a flat fee and it's all inclusive of all, all the hezekim as well. So what's the pshat in the cash? There's a satif cut over here. If the Torah had not said 50, certainly we would understand this is a chaytel b'chaver who pays nezek tzari kushavis and boshes, correct? There's no reason why, 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 why a scenario of rape is worse than oh, someone who punches his friend in the face, correct? Tzamai sazik, tzamai sazik. Fashmit does it, yeah? So what's the Gemara saying? The Torah doesn't speak about paying other payments here. doesn't mention it. So the Torah says, when a man rapes a woman, he pays 50 slong. Frag the Gemara, maybe what the Torah is saying is that not imposing a new fine in addition to the regular payments that go without saying, but rather, maybe the Torah is saying, just pay 50, and that will include everything. So meaning, what's the Gemara saying? The Gemara is saying 50 is not knas? No, it's not 50 is not knas. The knas includes the moment as well, which is very interesting because, for example, it would seem like to me, I would think that that would only make sense if it would be always come out less than 50. Right? If ever... The nezek and, 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 and would come out to amount more than 50, then it wouldn't make sense. If the bushes would ever come out more than 50, l'chayr wouldn't make sense. I agree, l'chayr. L'chayr the pshah is the gemara is assuming it always comes out less than 50. And the Torah gave a very high, high, high piece of 50. It's a knas. And a knas is an animal that we can't reason with. Right? We don't know. It's a knas. It's a knas. So maybe that's the pshah of the knas. Flat, 50. Certainly the mama, the mama will be included. And whatever's not included, that's together the knas. So how does the Mishnah know? Very simple question. How does the Mishnah know that it's 50? And in addition, you pay for the Chavalim. Maybe the, the 50 includes the Chavalim as well. That's the cash. So Reb Zeira calls Mitzad Svar. Omer Reb Zeira. Because it wouldn't make sense. How could it be that the princess would be paid 50? And for the regular girl, you're going to pay 50. What's the cash? What's Shver? What's Shver? Rashi, What does Rashi say? What's Taka the difference between them? Why should the princess deserve more? The humiliation, Rashi says. So talk to Rashi, how do we learn Shah? It wouldn't make sense. How could it be that this one gets 50 and this one gets 50 when this one had much more humiliation? So Bishlam up to 50 does not include the humiliation. And the humiliation is a separate account and a separate cheshman. Then it's very good. The rape is the rape, that's 50. In addition, you pay the boshish or receive much more boshish than the other one. But if you tell me that the 50 includes the boshish, then it's shver. How could it both be 50? Now, the Achronim note that Rashi only spoke about the boshish. What's with the pagam? So in other words, what's the kasha? Maybe, yeah, you proved very well. The boshish can't be included in the 50 because it wouldn't come out fair in that way. It would be something very much unfair about that. But what about the pagam? How do you know the pagam is separate? Rashi didn't speak about the pagam. So you could say because the habit is never worth more than 30. I'm not talking about Evan. No, you what about the Pagan? You base the Pagan on the price of an Evan. If an Evan is never worth more than 30, so Evan's never going to be bigger than 50. I don't know if an Evan is not worth 30. The, the value of the Evan could be way more, way less. Just to clarify, I don't even know what you're getting to. If you kill an Evan, you always pay 30. If my ox kills an Evan, I pay. That's in random canots. Maker, I didn't. Uh-huh. I don't know where you were even going with your question. I'm just, I just wanted to clarify. It's not a. It's the Gemara, Bhagavad Gita speaks it out. You could have an Evan worth way more than 30, Evan might worth way less. It's always 30. 
that you pay. Um, so anyway, so Rashi doesn't speak about the Begah. So what's the Pshat? Maybe the Begah is included in the Bosh, it's not. Something is very important that we were to say the Pshat. The Pshat's like this. It's a little bit, it's going to get a little lump this year. If the 50 would be an all-inclusive payment, it could be an all-inclusive payment. But once I see that the, the, the Baishas is not included, because it would be illogical, then Misvar Fashtetmin, that the Chavalas are not included in the 50. The Gemara wouldn't have that one of the Chavalas included in the 50 and one is not. It's a question of understanding the nature of what the Torah is saying when it says pay 50. Is the Torah saying pay 50 unique to this and I'm not talking about the Chavalas? Or is the Torah telling you the ma- this is what you pay, including everything you pay 50? Once I know the Bush is not included, I wouldn't say the Begam is included as well. That's why Rachel and Murm Shah Rashi. Rashi very clearly only focuses on the Bushes. Lamaisa, the way we learn Taisvis, the way we learn Taisvis, I think you could say that you don't have to say like Rashi, the Gemara is only speaking about the Bushes. According to Taisvis, the Begam also vacillates between, between a, a princess and a non one. Meaning, according to Taisvis, someone who raped a princess or someone who raped a regular girl, the Begam will be different as well. Isn't that right? If you wouldn't have learned, let me just emphasize again. The Gemara says that Pagam is the difference on the slave market, right? Between a virgin and a non-virgin. So Taisa said, but yeah, but why am I assessing the girls if she's a slave woman being sold? If a princess was being sold, the disparity between a virgin and a non-virgin might be very different. So Taisa said, the Gemara doesn't mean the, the, the price of the, a regular slave woman on the market. The, you, you have to project this literal group, woman who was raped as if she was being sold and get the difference. So according to Taisa, it's possible that the, the, the point of the Gemara can be directly on Pagam as well. How could 50 be an all-inclusive price, including Pagam? Would it be fair? The Pagam of a princess is more than the Pagam of a regular woman. Rashi seems different. Pagam, we don't have an issue with, fundamentally. It's Baishas that we have an issue with. Just once I know Baishas is not included, so I see, I see 50 is not all-inclusive, so I assume Pagam is not included as well. But in Taishas, the Taina of the Gemara might be just as direct on Pagam as it is on Baishas also. An interesting point. Fine. So the Gemara, the Gemara tries to prove that the Chavala is different. You can have such a same exact taino by paying 30 for a slave. You pay 30 for a slave. The guy could be a skilled diamond, diamond cutter, or he could be a regular guy who just weaves all day. So meaning to say, you can make the same argument there. How could the Torah say pay 30 and it doesn't matter what value the slave brought to the table? You could have slaves who have excellent skills, you have slaves who have, who have lesser skills. So what do I see? I have precedent that sometimes the Torah makes a knas, and, and, and even though the amount that is lost to the master is different from one slave to the other, the Torah still says it's uniform. So what the Gemara is saying is that maybe here too, yes, the Baishas, yes, the Pagan maybe are different, but the Torah might still be giving a flat fee of 50, even though it seems that in one case, much more is done, and in one case, much less is done. So therefore, that's not an argument. El Amar Abzera. Let's say two people raped a girl, one did it naturally, one did it, right? Unnaturally, Shaloka Darka. And it's a huge child, I haven't learned the Gemara, but I'll just say over the way Taisa's learnings. One girl raped her first Shaloka Darka. Be a Shaloka Darka, Rabbi Sai. According to Taisa's, if a fair Shikamar, you pay the Knas. You pay Knas even for Be a Shaloka Darka. It's considered an act of rape. Interesting. That's what Taisa's learns. So he pays 50. The Maisa, she still has Basulim, because the first girl was raped. Shaloka Darka. Therefore, if another person comes and rapes her, he's also Kai. She's still in Naira Basula. Now, who did more to her in terms of the Baishas? The first guy did more to her. Why? Because once she was already raped, what is she, so to speak, tainted? 
So therefore, the, the amount that happens from the second guy should be less than what the first guy did. So there too, you could taina. The one who did it, Kedarka, pays 50. But the one who did it, Shalom Kedarka, also pays 50. That doesn't make sense. What, the Shalom Kedarka first guy should be greater than the, than the second guy who did Kedarka after him. It wouldn't be logical to be that way. Now, what's the obvious question with that? Why is that any better than what we attempted before? And before we attempted princess versus regular girl. We slugged that up because we said, you see, by Shoshim Shalevin, it could be a diamond cutter or a weaver. So what is the Gemara attempting now? Okay, I'm not going to look at princess versus regular girl. I'm going to look at Kedarka and Shalom Kedarka. How could they pay the same amount? Why, why do we think that coming from that angle would be any better? So I'll have to be showing this over here. It's a little bit different. Why? One is external and one is internal. One is an external variable that affects the humiliation, and one is an internal point of the way that the rape occurred. Super, super subtle. In other words, the Gemara is trying to attack you. Want to tell me how could it be that a princess and a regular girl paid the same amount? <laughs> They're not tired. We're not machala between person to person. I this one ended up being a greater about. That's an external factor. That's not about the, the rape itself. But here the Gemara comes inside the rape itself. Very interesting. The rape itself is different. One is Kedarka, one Shalom Kedarka afterwards, and therefore it ends up being a completely different rape, and yet it's the same amount. So the Hechrik, we see that there must be other factors which will make, which will cover for the despair. Okay? If you learn like that, though, it's not so easy. What does the Gemara say? Answer back. I'm going to go back to the Evid. A healthy slave, you pay 30. If he's a slave who is afflicted with boils, you also only pay 30. You also pay 30. What's the difference? Must be it's a uniform penalty, even though there are physical differences. So here, very interesting. There's a physical difference in the slave himself. In other words, it's not about that he has a certain skill that's more than the other. The Gemara is trying to combat it with the same level. You're trying to say because it's a physical difference in the rapes, then the fact that they're the same proves that the other payments are not included. But I could show you that there are physical differences about the slave, and still it's also not, not, not vacillating in terms of 30. So I see that even physical differences don't matter. Very subtle, very hard. Ultimately, there, the rape is a different type of rape, and here, the, the killing of that is the same type of that. Yes, there are physical differences, but... What's really Avramachayah Boishas? Boishas? Yeah, what's really Avramachayah that, 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 that it's a regular Nezek? It's Chabal, yeah. Parsha Chabal. The Torah says, And, and you're, 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 let's say, Someone smacks someone else. It's not because the terrorist said it's the right. not because he took anything from Correct. Right? Right. So the, the Gemara's question over here seems to be really like, is Baishas not included or is it just a flat fee? So why is the Gemara saying, but what do you mean? The Baishas is going to be different. The whole side of your question that 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 it should be a flat fee is saying is, is saying is not even what I think the Gemara is considering here is that, again, this is why I think the Gemara was super honest upon, tried to get this out from the beginning. There's a normal partial claim of which would certainly be Machai of the person when he rapes the girl to pay budget. That would have been a given. The Torah comes along now and says, pay Chamishim. The Shailah is Vosh state in the Din Chamishim. Is the Torah saying in the Din Chamishim that there's an additional Kanas from Chamishim? And you'll, of course, the regular parasha of Chaval is still there. Or maybe it's Xeris HaKasov, a new Xeris HaKasov here, that ignore the regular parasha of Chaval. And there's a new Din Xeris HaKasov that says over here, in, in this Din Kanas that the Torah, that the Torah imposes upon a person who rapes, the Torah is saying there's no regular parasha of Chaval. 
It's all included in the payment of Hamishir. So why would it make sense in that line of logic to start discussing whether or not how much the Vaishas is? On the side that it's a flat fee, we're not it, even discussing Chabal. It, it, it wouldn't, but that. that's good for the time of the Torah, the, of the Gemara. The time of the Gemara is, is something illogical about it. Because if it's a flat fee that includes everything, it seems illogical that it doesn't fit for how bad it was. In other words, if one is humiliated to a greater degree... What? That's not the point here. It's a flat fee. No, but I think... I mean, it's not the shot that one decision what you're not paying for the boishas. The boishas is included in the 50. That's what it's saying. It's not shot like because you're the rapes and now suddenly you're exempt from paying for boishas. The shot is the boishas is included in the 50. It's illogical then. Because then how could they both be paying 50 if they're humiliated in such different degrees? I don't think it would be like a piter on the boishas. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be like... So you're saying... Don't worry about the boshes. It's more like the idea is that because the boshes would be here and the Torah is imposing more, we should understand that you're paying for the boshes as well in the 50. Like it's, it's bechlal hamishim, maybe is the way to say it. And, and, and that's how the boshes was more than 50. Then that's how it's bothering you. Yeah. You, just, you just pay the difference. Well, no, so that's why I, I think it's a valid question. I, I'm very with you. If boshes would ever be more than hamishim, that itself should be the answer to the Gemara. In other words, if Bush no, is, but maybe the Gemara is asking, like, maybe the Gemara is asking in that scenario, I shouldn't have to pay the knas at all. It could, in the it could be, it could be. But what I'm saying is, when you, you read have the, to pay at least fifty. I hear the term means at least. I, could be, it could be. I, I thought it would be much more gishmak if, if the Bush is always less than fifty. Then the Gemara makes you know a lot more sense with that. But it's hard to know. It's hard to know. But okay, fine. The kids are so. Where are we? So the Gemara is running around in circles. Abai tries to prove that it can't be that the Hamishim is including the Boishas. Abai, uh, that's what Rabzeira tries to prove, rather. And Abai doesn't buy it. Okay, Abai doesn't buy it. El Omar Abai. Let's see, this is where the, the fun starts. Omar Krah, Tachas Asher Ina. The Pasuk says you pay 50, and then it adds words. Words which are really unnecessary. Why do you pay 50? Because he was Ma'ana her. Because of the crime of the rape. So we're Medayik from the extra words. Hani, the 50 shekels, Tachas Asher Ina, because he violated her. Cloud, the implication is the Ikabosha's a Begam. There's separate compensation for the Boshas and the Begam. Everyone understand the Diak? The Torah is saying the 50 shekel is Tachas Asher Ina. So you see that the Chad is what the Torah is saying is that there's a going to be a separate payment. The 50 are for the Inun. Vice dies, there are other Nizik, uh, there are other payments which will come for other things. For the Begam, for the Boshas, the Wolves will come separate. A very similar type of thing, just a different drasha. Rav Amar, Amar Krav, Unnecessarily, the Torah repeats that the rapist pays, pays 50. We know he's a rapist. The Torah before said that he was discovered raping her. Why does the Torah say the rapist pays 50? It's telling you that out the rape shabai, for the Hanosh the pleasure of the Bia, that's the 50. The implication is that there's a separate Machai from Boshes of Begam. So it's Xeris HaKos. Now here's where the Gishmak starts. You ready? Let's say that somebody comes at you with the following chakira. Normally, we know chaver pays chamishu dvar. You know, this is you hit your friend, you gotta pay for chamishu dvar. Rape, besides for being a rape, besides for the inoy, besides for alano, shchiva, whatever, however you define it, there's also there's also chavu Lamaisa, you pay the chavu chaveru separate from the fifty, as the Mishnah ruled. Would you say that the payment of baishas of Begam is the normal chiyov that you have in Chavu Bachavero? Is it the normal chiyov of Chavu Bachavero? Or is it the pshat that for the, 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 the crime of rape, rape is mechayev three payments? 
the knas poshus of the gam? Is it the is it the enoi that the Torah is saying you pay fifty for? But in addition, the rape is machayev. It's the crime of the rape. That specific way of chayvul you pay poshus of a gam or no? For the rape, you pay fifty. Zehu happens to be that there's also a parsha chovel chavira that says that you pay chovel. Uh, then you pay pegam and bushes. So you're going to ask me, who cares, right? Either way, you're paying. What's the difference if you're paying because of the normal parasha of Chalil Chavero, or you're paying because the Torah is saying that, that, that rape is machai of three things? Who cares? Who cares? I'll show you in a second. But first, before we see, I'm going to see how the Chakira can emerge. What's Taka the Taich now? The Torah is only Xeris HaKasim. For the Eno, you pay 50, but there are extra payments. It, the Torah is telling me here in the parasha of rape that there are extra payments. So it, it cannot oozes to say that there might be a tzad here that else the rape you're paying out your payments. Not the stab partial of Bachaver. Or no, maybe not. Maybe the Pasuk is just coming along and telling me, don't think that the regular Chaybul Bachaver was included in the 50. Don't say that. The Torah indicated it wasn't included in the 50, and therefore you still have to address the regular partial of Bachaver in and of itself. That's the other way to learn the Gemara. Rashi, I think, is mashma that way. The second way. Look at Rashi. McLeod, the Boshes of Begam, Sheino, Misham, Inoi, that are not for the Inoi, Shari, Yeshna, Mishtar, Chavalim, that they, they, are, they come by other Chavalim. Eino, Bechlauzad, they're not included in the 50. According to Rashi, all the Gemara is saying is, don't you were trying to say that 50 includes the payment for Chavala? No, the payment for Chavalos will be separate. Rashi's mashma, I think very clearly, that the payment cycle soif is the regular payment of a chalob haver. There was a havamina that maybe the Torah included the payment in the 50. The Torah says no, the Torah didn't include that normal payment of chalob haver in the 50. They're, therefore, they are made separately and regularly as they would in a regular chalob haver. That's the way I think Rashi learns the Gemara. They claw, they claw, you see it in the Rashi. So if you're looking at me like, why would I learn different? You know, like, why, 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 why would there be a tzad different? So let me show you. It's a very gishmak. Uh, I think this is where it gets, it gets good. There's a Mishnah Adaf Mem Aleph Amid Beis. The Mishnah Adaf Mem Aleph Amid Beis. I made you learn with me once, but I'll go over it. Nairish Nisbatsa Boshu Bekoma Kanasa Shalaviyah. Allah is Nairish Nisbatsa. Allah is the Boshu Bekoma the Kanas go to the Father. By Tsar, by Tfusa, Tsar as well, by the Tfusa goes to the Father. If long as the Father sued, and they, they, he, he, she was sued in court, the, 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 the suing took place before the father died, the father is open. It belongs to the father. And therefore, if the father dies, who does it go to? His Yarshan, who are her brothers. However, if the father didn't have a chance to sue the rapist, and he dies, so now what's the halacha? She sues him. Remember, she's an adult. It's only the Torah says it goes to the father because of the father. But if the father didn't have a chance to sue, so then what? Instead of the father suing, she will sue. So if the father sued and he didn't collect, then it goes to the Yarshim. It goes to her brothers. But if the father didn't have a chance to sue and then he died, she will sue and it will go to her. What's the Yisoyed over here? It's a knas. It's a knas. So the halacha is, this is what we learned. Remember, I drove you crazy to learn this Mishnah. The ability to collect on knas is not something that I bequeath an inheritance. If the father was around and the father sued and therefore the verdict was reached, then, okay, it will go to the sons. But the ability to sue for a knas is not something that I can give over to, a, to my son. If somebody owes me money and I have to sue them in court, I lend somebody money, a son can do that once the father dies. But if the father has a right to sue someone in court for a knas, 
that a son is not Yash. Right? That's the Yisoyed of the Mishnah. If the father, it's like a big Yisoyed, it's not simple. The father was alive and he sued and then he just didn't collect on it, then it would go to the brothers. But if the father died, the brothers aren't Yash and Yatzos to sue the Raiders. That's the Pshat. And therefore, it's going to go rather, she has the supposed to do it, not the brothers. Zishtim. But again, if it would be a regular moment, let's say my father lent somebody money, it's debt, it's moment, it's credit. So then the halacha is that even if the father never sued, the son can sue after the death of the father. Is that clear? It's Yisoy because it's Knaz. We're very clear about that. says the obvious Gasha. What's Knaz? What's the Knaz? The Mishnah spoke about three things. Knaz, Boishas, Bugam. What, what are those three payments which are Knaz? A Knaz. <laughs> the Boishas, Bugam are Knaz? Imagine a little bit different. Imagine someone was Mazak the father and he owed the father money. The father never sued him. Would you say that the son can 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 sue the, the can sue the, the can, can sue the person who damaged the father after the father's death? Of course. It's Mammon. So over here, someone owed the father money, and the father didn't have a chance to sue him. That the son should inherit. That's the whole Yisrael. Ain't the Marish Knas Levon. But here, it's not a knas. So frek taisis, the bottom taisis, mem alvin vez, tema, tenaf knas. Ela boishas begam de mamaynahu. It was a regular shame mamin. The achim boilem have it. Shouldn't they go to the brother? Haftakasha. She's not the yarish. The brothers are the yarishim. And only she only has the right to sue when the brothers can't inherit the right to sue. So I'm the knas. And first that that's very good. Because in other marriage, knas levana. It's not something that the father had a right to. Until the verdict came, you only you don't see it as something that he was owed. Mashengen, when you're dealing with it with the boshes of the gam, that's normal moment. It's normal moment. So what's the pshat that 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 that, that it's going to go that, that it's going to go to her if the father died before he sued? That the, the knas should taka go to, to to her, but the boshes of the gam should go to the brothers. Everyone understand this kasha? Again, we're learning zayiklat. There's knas and there's boshes of the gam. There's two separate categories. Boshes of the gam is a chi of a moment. Knas is knas. What's the difference in the nature? Knas, talking to the marriage, Knas, Levonov, that's the study of the Mishnah. If the father dies, then it should go, before suing, then she has the right to sue, not the brothers. But the brothers of is their Malamoman. Someone owed the father Mammon. He didn't have a chance to sue before he died, then the sons would. No, so why is this any different in this case? It's like Frechtaisis. And Frechtaisis. Veshema, maybe, Mikroi de Lael Nafki, Boishis of the Gam, Iskish Ahadodi, Kedipurishis Lael. What's up, Taisis? And this is a Taisis which was relevant by Bagram Kevero also. I'm just reading it here because it's a little bit more in its place. What does Taisus say? How do we know there's Baishas of Begam? How do we know there's Baishas of Begam, Taisus? I learned it from the Pasuk earlier. Which Pasuk is Taisus referring to? Argamar. Argamar said, Tachas Asher Inam, Meklaudi, Kaposhas of Begam. So, Zot Taisus, listen to what he's saying. It's incredible. There's a heckish between Knas and Baishas of Begam. There's a heckish. What's a heckish? The Torah compares two things together. So this is there's a hekish between the Baishas of Begam to the Knas. Why? Because the Torah said, you pay 50 takas asher ina, miklau the ikam Baishas of Begam. So says, that means, listen to the fancy footwork and drashas here, that there's a hekish between Baishas of Begam to Knas. What does the hekish say? Just as the knas is something that the father has a din to, as a father has the rights to, and he sues for. But if he dies before he sued, it wouldn't go to the son. So do boshes of Agam. Agam at their moment. They're not the knas, they're moment. But the kakesh to each other says that if the father didn't have a chance to sue before he dies, the kids wouldn't be able to. Even on the marsh knas Levanov, through the hekesh, it goes over now to boshes of Begam as well. Yeah, very interesting tesis. 
Frek the Ramban. Listen to the Ramban's cash. I'll read it inside for you. Frek the Ramban. It doesn't appear correct to me. This is what the Torah says. Isn't teaching us that there's a payment of Boshes Upagam. That's the point of the Drosh of Tachas Hashirina. You just learned the Gemara Bim Kaiman. If you would ask, if I would ask you, what is the Torah saying Tachas Hashirina for? To teach me that there is Boshes Upagam? That's not what the Torah is saying. It's teaching me that the Boshes Upagam wasn't included in the 50. You may have said the Bereshit Begam is included in the 50s. Oh, no! The Chamishim is not including the Bereshit Begam. But that means that it's introducing the Chiyo Bereshit Begam to me? No! You're paying it because there's a parasha in the Torah. Chayvul B'chavero pays. He says very strong words. If there wouldn't have been a parsha from Chovah Bachavir that says you pay Boshes of Begam, had the Torah written here, Tachas Asherino, then you would have been medayik that there are other payments for Boshes of Begam? No, it's not shot the Torah is being megala that you should pay Boshes of Begam. You pay Boshes of Begam because Chovah Bachavir pays Boshes of Begam. Somebody would say Boshes of Begam are included in the Chamishim. Zot the Torah? No, the parsha of Chovah Bachavir isn't included in the Chamishim. You have to pay those separate. So, they're arguing in a very uh, like drushous type of machlokas to a certain degree. Taisus learns that Tachas Hashirina McLeod Boshes Begam invokes a hekish between Boshes Begam to Kinas. Therefore, Taisus learns up that the Boshes Begam has the same halacha of Kinas that it's not bequeathed to the son. The, Rab- the Ramban understands no, the drusha didn't do that. The drusha just said that the Chovah Bachavero payments are not included. Okay, and therefore you don't have the right to say it wouldn't go to the son. But Lam is blaming what they're arguing about is exactly our Chakir. Exactly our Chakir. According to Taisvis, it's, it, the Torah is, is, is being megal to you that the rape is Mechaev, the Chovah Vachavira. It's Mechaev, the Boshes of Agam. Meaning, it's not the Pshat now that I'm paying the Boshes of Agam, Asam, the ordinary Chovah Vachavira payment. The payment is for this type of Hezek. This particular Hezek of rape, the Torah says you pay that. Would you have paid that anyways because it wouldn't have been Chavah Bechavirah? Maybe. Maybe you would have. But the Torah came along and said a din, that it's paid for this type of Hezek. You pay Chamishim and and there's also Boshes of Begam. The Rabban say no. The Torah only said one thing. You pay 50. Chavah Bechavirah has a chiyuvim that the Torah is telling you you pay. The big nafkamina is this din that Tysus is saying. Tysus is making a hackish between them, therefore, and saying things that's coming out to the parsha of rapes and then you don't be quitted to the sun. The Rabban is disagreeing. Very, very gishmakere. Very, very gishmak. So just to line it up, it sounds like Rashi was like the Ramban, and Taisus disagreed. Okay. So now, I think you can make something very cool. Something that we, uh, something that we, we, we learned a little bit um, before. Let me try if I can bring this up real quick. Might drive you crazy, but it's good. It's a good type of driving crazy. What's the halach again by chayvel? Remember, what's the halach? Chayvel, it's you have a lav and you have money, right? So do you get lashes or do you pay? Which one? Everybody agrees chayvel by chavero is an exception 
even if normally you hold that you get malchus and you don't pay, which is Rabbi Yochanan's opinion, Chol is an exception. What's the halacha? You pay money. Third said exeris hakos. Okay, great. What would be choivo b'chaveiro b'yom ha-kippur? Choivo b'chaveiro b'yom ha-kippur. In addition to the law of smacking your friend, you also violated Yom Kippur. Normally, again, what's the rule? Rabbi Yochanan holds, when there's a lav and money that come in the same isa, what do you get? Malkus and not money. What would be if someone smacked his friend on Yom Kippur? He violated Yom Kippur through smacking his friend. He drew blood, which is a lav. Can't violate Yom Kippur. Would he get lashes and be, get off the, 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 the hook for paying money? Or do I say, pays money and doesn't make a difference even if there's another lav? Everyone remember this question? is a Rambam we spoke about. It. It's very interesting. Just so you hear the question again. Normal chavero is both, there's a lot. You're not allowed to hit your friend. Yet the Torah says chavero is an exception. You don't get lashes, you pay. What if, this is what the Shailah, the Rambam Danzan, in addition to the chavero, there's another lot that happened to the Maisa. It was chavero biyom kippur. Chavero biyom kippur. So what's the halach? Chavero biyom kippur. So, so the Rambam holds... Rambam holds, you pay the money. And you get off talk. <coughs> Correct. What's the pshat? Chayvah v'chavero, the Rambam learns, the gzeres ha'kosov of Chayvah v'chavero is, the money of Chayvah v'chavero is always what's paid. doesn't make a difference what lav will come there. A lav of Chayvah v'chavero, a lav of Yom Kippur. Chayvah v'chavero always pays. And once you pay, you don't get malchus. That's the gzeres ha'kosov. Sorry, what's the lav on Yom Kippur versus the... Losasek v'malacha. And we must have uh, Malkus. And rape would be included in that? What? Rape would be included in that? And what? what? The, if, if, if someone raped someone on Yom Kippur. Oh, for drawing blood, you mean? I'm saying. What Malach would, would this Shiloh be Nagea like to Argumar? That's what I'm saying. Would this Shiloh be Nagea to Argumar? You definitely, you're over. In terms of what? Even, if you did, if you. You know? What, Yom Kippur? Like, yeah, like, nah, nah, nah. Like, oh, because yeah. of Bia? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. It's, just, it's the same case on Travis. What? It's the same case on Travis. Why am I talking about Yom Kippur? So I think, I can't remember all this raid. Shabbos is different because it's a Chiyav Mises based in. And the Chiyav Mises based in is a different than of Kimla Bidrabimide, which I think makes it different. Uh, that's why I speak about your arms because Yom Kippur, but there's only a lot of cards. I think on Shabbos, when there's a Chiyav Misa, then for sure you get the Misa and you get off the hook for the money. I think this halacha is only when it's, when it's a lot. So here, here we go. So here's where things get interesting. Okay, everyone understand the Chiddush of the Rambam? I'm going to move to one more thing. You'll chap how it all comes together. Chiddush Chavero always pays, even if there's another laugh. Okay? So far, so good. Here we go, everybody. The Mishnah said, we learned, we learned Eilun Aras, very good. We're finna making a scene on Eilun Aras. So what happened? Somebody raped a girl who has a chayv elav. Somebody raped a mamzeris. What's the din? The Mishnah says they pay the kanas. Why? Frank the Gemara, why do you pay the kanas? You should get malchus and you should get off the hook. Remember that kasha in the Gemara? And for the Gemara, what was the answer according to Rabbi Yochanan? He wasn't warned. He wasn't warned. Since he wasn't warned, Therefore, there's no malchus for being bolamam. And that's why you pay. Okay. 
if you would be warned, what would the halacha be? You're going to pay. You're going to get the malchus for being bal mamzeris, and you wouldn't pay the kness. So far, so good. That's the gemara. Back on Let's try to do this. You're going to see how good of a cash is. This is a bar. Every time you rape somebody, what do we learn? You not only pay knas, what are the other things you pay? Boshes ubegam. What is that? Correct? So a man raped a mamzeris. Practically. He's going to pay What happens when you're We know, according to the Rabbam, even if there's another law that coincides, since Cholobachavero always pays, Cholobachavero, for example, on Yom Kippur, wouldn't get Malchus. Even if he was warned not to be Bolo Mamzeris. He was warned not to be Bolo Mamzeris. Let's say he was warned. One second, let me get the question. Even if he was warned not to, not to be Bolo Mamzeris, would he get, have to pay Boshua Sipagam? Yom Kippur has to pay someone who rapes a Mamzeris, he's paying Boshua Sipagam, if he did it to a Mamzeris, he would have to pay. Even if he's warned, same thing that the guy was warned in Yom Kippur, he's still Remember, Chavir is an exception. You pay money and you don't get off the mouth. It's an exception. So even if the guy was warned not to be Bolo Mamzeris, he's going to pay the Boshua Sipagam. That's Chaval. Chaval is, is the exception. If so, practically he's not going to get the Malchus. That's the exception. If he doesn't get the Malchus, then he should pay the Knas. The only reason, again, what does Rabbi Yechanan hold? If you were warned, you don't pay the Knas because you get lashes. But for Ekter it's not true. Because Lamaisa, you also play in the you also wear a Chayvah. If you also wear a Chayvah, therefore you're going to have to pay those Chavalots. And if you pay those Chavalots, you don't get the other Malchus. Just like the Ramam said, you don't get Malchus from Yom Kippur, you're not going to get Malchus from Ramzeris. If you're not going to get Malchus from Ramzeris, then you should pay the Knas. So the kids are, what's the Gantz Gemara? That's a ball of mamzeris. Why is the, why are you paying the knas? You should be potter. You should be potter because you're getting the lashes of mamzeris. And for the gemara, you're right. It's only because he wasn't warned. But if he would be warned, he would get the lashes from mamzeris and not have to pay knas. Tzachar kveger pumfaker. He'll zikr should be paying the payments for chavala of boishes begam. Once you're paying those payments, you get off the hook for the lashes for mamzeris. If you get off the if, if you get off the hook for the lashes for mamzeris, maybe you should have to pay the knas. That's a cash. That's a cash because gemara answer that. Right, that's his gasha. In other words, it's very important, but there are so many pieces here. The Gemara had the kasha. Why are you paying for Mamzeris? You should get Malkus for Mamzeris, and then you put Gatsu from the Kanas, the normal rule. And for the Gemara, you're right. If you'd be warned, you'd be right. The case is you weren't warned. Like, that's the way the Ramabas gets. If you're warned, you get lashes from Mamzeris. And you're putter from the, from the Kanas. Frederick Geiger, that's wrong. It's not true. The halacha should be, since anyways I'm chayvah v'chaver and I have to pay for the boshas v'gam, that exonerates me from the malchus of the law, just like the Rambam said that chayvah v'chaver exonerates me from the lashes of, 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 of Yom Kippur. It's not only the patas from the malchus of chayvah, but it patas from any malchus that was involved in that ma'isa. Just like on Yom Kippur, I'd be patas from those malchus, I'd be patas from the malchus of, of, of Mamzeris also. Memela, even if I'm warned, no matter what, I'm not going to decide, no matter what, let warn me, I'm still not going to get the malchus for for Mamzeris. Then I should always be paying the Knats. What a chesh. Because it puts together a few things. I don't you have to chap how much is going on here. To understand that Kashmir Kvegor, I remember everyone once who told me that to chap this Kashmir Kvegor, you have to be holding Gansai, You really do. To be holding well all those moving parts. You've got to be holding well in the Yisoy that normally Malchus is a moment, you get the Malchus and not the moment. You've got to be holding that Yisoy. You gotta be holding, therefore, in the Gemara that says the whole case of the Mishnah Ba'am Amzeris that you pay is only below Asr Bey. But if there was Asra, then in the you don't pay. You gotta have that clear. Then you have to have clear that Chayvul Bachavero is an exception to the rule. Chayvul Bachavero pays. 
then you have to have clear the Yisoy to the Rambam that it's an exception not only to the law of Chovah B'chavir, but a law to any, an exception to any law that may come up. Even Chovah Yom Kippur is going to pay and get off the hook from the lashes. Then you have to be holding an arsug here from the end of the parak that there's Boishas begun. Then you have to be holding in the fact that Boishas Begam is 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 Chavil Bachaver. You have to be you have to, you have to like chaf, that's the click over here. So now putting that all together, every scenario of Baal Mamzeres, each zikr should be making payments of Chavil for 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 the Boishas Begam for the Chavil. Memelo, according to the Rambam, they should be parted from the lava from the Malshas from Mamzeres, and if they're parted from the Mamzeres, then Memelo there should be Kanas, and that's a nistar from the Gemara. The Gemara says Mamish otherwise. The Gemara says that the Mishnah is only where there's no Malk. So I fracture your community. Thus. Why is there a pagam by Mamzeris? She's allowed to marry an Evid? She is, yeah. Fine. So, so here, here the rate. So, Chayram, Kentainen. This is where it all comes together. They could have an answer. What's the answer, Ethan? That if you go like Tyson's, that Chayvul Vachavir, I'm setting you up for a slam dunk here. If Chayvah V'chavero here, the parish of Pesach Begam, is not the parish of Chayvah V'chavero B'chol HaTarakula. Maybe otherwise it would have been, but it's not. The Torah made a new din. Chamishim Kesef Tachas Asher Ino. Miklau Dika Pesach Begam. So Pesach that Chiyuv Pesach Begam is a Chiyuv out rape. Not a Chiyuv out normal parish of Chayvah V'chavero. It's a Chiyuv for rape. Torah says Tachas Asher Ino is 50, and there's also a separate bench of Baishas Begah. So Torah says they're hukash to Adadi, they're different dinam here, you wouldn't bequeath it to the sun. You know what else might be different about the payments of Baishas Begah here? They're not subject to the regular exception to the rule of that, that you pay them instead of getting lashes. Regular Parashat Chavu Chavero, that's what we learned in Daflam and Beis. There was Xerus HaKasav that says you pay those payments and you get off the hook from the lashes. Normally you get the lashes, not the money. No, Chavu Chavero is different. That's not in Boishas Begam. Boishas Begam is not a normal chi of Chayv Chavero. Boishas Begam here by 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 the rape is a new chi of Dachas Shinu Maklal Dika Chamishin. There you hear Fakert. You're going to go back to the normal rule that if there are lashes, you wouldn't pay the Boishas Begam. Maybe let's not think more before it. It has to be the whole case was low Asherbeit. Mamish Geshmak. It's very good. But the way we're saying, well, the way we're cheshming is only going to be Lafitaisis that you have that text. Which isn't crazy because remember the whole kasha was only kibbait on the shita sarabam that chayvul b'chaveru even on yom kippur is but how would Rashi and the Ramban answer? They might disagree with the yisoy of the Rambam. The Rambam, the Rambam has a big yisoy that chayvul paters from uh, that chayvul pays money and is potter from the lav not only from its lav but from any lav. That was a Rambam. So we could say the Rambam is aligned with Taisus. You want to know what would the Ram the Ramban and Rashi oh, 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 that bushes begam is an amalachi of what would they say? Mechatesi they hold like the Rambam. Who said to you? Just when you're establishing the question, who said to you that they hold Chavah Chavir was puzzled? Even Yom Kippur from the lashes. That's for that Hamshah, masterpiece, that very Kriyager. Well, if you cheshbon all together and you think about the Bajaj Begam, it could be that it depends on that. Okay.